Alright, what's going on, you beautiful boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Pack the Brew. In this one, we're going to be previewing the Colorado Rockies. But first, if you guys are new here, I'm Ryan. The other one is Gage. We talk about baseball, predictions, hot takes, the culture, whatever it may be. If you love baseball as much as we do, join us. Stay around, stay around for the 2024 season. Uh, but let's look at the Colorado Rockies. Let's start off in the God-dreaded rotation <laughs> the, the, the 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 dreaded rotation is exactly what it is uh kyle freeland starts this one off for the colorado rockies austin gomber cal contrill dakota hudson and peter lambert round out the side there um not great not great at all not great is being nice about it freeland has had success but it was like eight years ago. He, and the funny part is he was actually worse on the road than at Coors Field. A 5.3 FIP is their ace. I, I mean, that's that's all you need to know about the rest of this rotation. Number two for me is going to be Cal Quantrill. Uh, some success with the Guardians. The last two years before being DFA'd after 2023. Nice buy low in I could see him being the ace by the end of the year. That's not saying a lot. Uh, Dakota Hudson, not tendered by the Cardinals ever since 2019, injured and below average. Uh, could see DFA by midseason. I don't know if it's a hot take, but I could definitely see him being bye-bye. Number four is going to be Austin Gomber. He has some high expectations after the Nolan trade. He'd be DFA'd anywhere else, though. And then number five is going to be Ryan Feltner. Uh, impressive in the minors. FIP much better than what the ERA shows. So um, maybe maybe they have something in them. But uh, it's <laughs> uh, that's, that, it, that's a rough starting five right there. Yeah, continuing on this Rockies disaster class, uh, the bullpen for this Colorado Rockies team, uh, your catcher, your closer is Tyler Kinley, your setup your setup man number one, and in, in, as far as I'm concerned, is Justin Lawrence. Then my setup man number two, give me Bird, Jacob Bird. My closer is going to be Daniel Bard. Uh, it actually just came out like today that he's, he's going to be missing part of the season, so I might have to fix that one, but whatever. Uh, Daniel Bard's going to be somewhere in the, in the top part of this bullpen when he's back healthy. Every other year, he's good. Good sign for Rockies because last year it is 6.13 FIP last year. Uh, nice. In the closer role, it already was open. Now it's even more open. My setup man number one is going to be Justin Lawrence. Uh, he's a true victim of Coors Field. On the road, yeah. 1.62 ERA. I could definitely see him uh, being the closer on opening day and not letting that roll up. And my setup number two is going to be Tyler Kinley. Impressive 22. Got to hope for a fraction of that shows up in 2024. Yep, my starting lineup, Ryan, who's your catcher? It's going to be Elias Diaz. They're lone all-star last year, and it, it, it's funny because he had, a zero, he had a zero F4, which was still the second best in his career. Wow. Uh, my catcher is also Elias Diaz. My first baseman is Chris Bryant. Uh, very, very good bounce-back candidate. Hopefully a bounce-back year for Chris Bryant. I'm excited to see him play a full healthy season at Coors Field. Hopefully, cross your fingers right there. He doesn't get hurt. Um, but put him at first seems to be a move to strictly have him play a full season because he wasn't mm -hmm. really staying healthy anywhere else. So hopefully he stays healthy at first. Yep. Only played in 80 games last year. Had a 73 WRC plus and a negative war. Very due for a healthy season. And I think that he could do that. Uh, my second baseman is Brennan Rogers. 
I'm going to follow you on that one. Brandon Rogers, once a top 10 prospect in all baseball, and he's been average at best at the plate during his career. For sure. My shortstop is Ezekiel Tovar, projected for an 84 WRC+. Plus. But I think he'll highly over-exceed that. He's been on a steady incline since he joined the team in late 2022, and he continued into 2023. And speaking of top prospects, Tovar was number 25 in all baseball last year. 13 defensive runs saved. Uh, you know what you're gonna, you know what you're gonna get. Shortstop, very important to be good defensively there. Offense, so uh, rough to put it nicely. For sure, Ryan. Who's your third baseman? Third baseman at the hot corner is going to be Ryan McMahon. Uh, McCann, excuse me. 40 defensive runs saved last three years. We know You know what you're going to get at the hot corner. Four full seasons has more than 20 home runs. So you got some power. You got some defense. Overall bat, not fantastic, but not the worst in the lineup. Got to agree with you at third base at the hot corner there. My left fielder is Nolan Jones. Just got to say it now. Very high on this guy. Very high expectations for him. Hit about 300 with a 931 OPS last year. Have a feeling he'll only improve. This kid's a stud. Very, very high on Nolan Jones. Absolutely. And as we break down the NL West, we're going to mention a lot of guys we feel are underrated. I feel like Nolan Jones has the argument for not just most underrated in Colorado, but the most underrated player in baseball. baseball. Numbers are better on the road. So you cannot say... Well, he's only good because of Coors Field. Yep. The stats don't lie. This is an MVP dark horse. Yep. Not a uh, not a Coors merchant at all. Love the dark horse pick. Uh, my center fielder is Brenton Doyle. Same with me, Doyle. 19 defensive runs saved last year. Colorado, not a great team, but glove-wise, they are going to be a lot of fun to watch defensively. Absolutely. And my right fielder is Hunter Goodman. Same for me. Goodman to follow out the outfield. He rose quick through the minors. Solid numbers. Uh, I mean, the, the Rockies have a pretty young team, so we're talking bad about them now. But maybe in the next couple of years, it could be different. Goodman could be part of that core. Yeah, you could. You, you were just talking about a very young team, but here we got Charlie Blackman, who feels like he's been playing with the dinosaurs. Uh, Charlie Blackman back for, I think, his final season, correct? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to be his final season. I didn't hear an official announcement on that. So if you did, uh, please correct me on that. No, uh, no, but no. yeah, Blackman. Yeah. One-year deal, correct? I think I think it was a one-year yes. deal. Uh, Charlie Blackman yes. back on a one-year deal. I have a feeling this might be his farewell tour. Uh, loved watching Charlie Blackman growing up. Uh, is going to be a great DH for a very, very young Rockies team. Yeah, Every young team needs that leader. You know, you obviously have Chris Bryant, who won MVP, won a World Series, so he can be that guy. But Charlie, Charlie Blackman's been playing for much longer than Chris Bryant. He's past his prime, but he's been a staple of the Colorado Rockies for 13 years now. As for your MVP? Nolan Jones, pretty easy one. 3.7 F4, rookie year. Could see top 10 finish in MVP voting. As I already mentioned, a dark horse for me, too. Yes, very high expectations for him. Uh, your Cy Young, it's gonna be Cal Quint- Quintrill. I mean, there's, I mean, there's just not a lot of good options here. That's the only one that I'm like, hey, you know, you you could see something maybe a little bit, a little bit solid in him, I guess. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's uh, a I decided, bar. yeah, I just decided to go with their ace. I went Kyle Freeland for my Cy Young. Uh, my rookie of the year is going to be Edek Am- Amador. Excuse me, uh, dude gets on base. 
Going to be up late summer of 2024. Has walked 20 more times than he struck out in his pro career. So, dude loves to get on base. Amador, very, very high on him. We love a man who can get on base. Mine's going to be Hunter Goodman. Only 23 games last year. Hoping his minor league numbers show up in the majors this year. Absolutely. Uh, my breakout player is Nolan Jones. I've mentioned it. Very high expectations. I love the dark horse for MVP. I think it totally could happen. Uh, Nolan Jones, obviously a huge stud out in Colorado. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I feel like he broke out last year. Right? That's fair. Yeah, I, I just think that a guy like Nolan Jones more? has so much more. Yeah, I mean, 300 last That's year fair. was obviously huge, but I think he has more in him. That, I mean, yeah, def, definitely fair. My breakout, though, is going to be Ezekiel Tovar. Uh, the Rockies fail a lot of top prospects. You can only hope Tovar does not fall in line there. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, he was projected for an 84 WRC+. Plus. think he'll overachieve that. Um, I just really, I, I was a fan of Tovar last year when we talked about it, um, you know, going into last season. So, uh, still high on him. After a bounce back season, I'm thinking something like Chris Bryant here. Um, I mentioned it, but only played in 80 games, had a 73 WRC plus and a negative war. I mean, you don't get much lower than that if you're Chris Bryant, I think. So, I think he's due for a bounce back year. Same for me, Chris Bryant. It can only help. With him staying at first base, you just want to see this man play a play a full season. For sure. Uh, favorite offseason move from this Rockies team? <laughs> they only had two, so uh, not much to choose from, nothing to really fall in love with, but I'm going to go with Cal Quintrell. The only other one was really Jacob Stallings, who is most likely going to be their backup catcher. Um, so, I mean, again, not, not a lot of great options. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when I was looking through transactions, it just happened to say something about Jalen Beeks, and that's who I'm going to go with. Uh, Jalen Beeks is a okay. chucker. Uh, he His numbers just aren't that great, but I think he looks to make improvements from last year. Um, Ryan, I think it's pretty obvious that this team finishes in dead last in the West. Yeah, uh, fifth place in the National League West. Part of it is the West is loaded, sure, but... <laughs> They lost 103 games last year. I really don't see a ton of improvement from that. Yeah, for sure. And then where do you see this team landing up in the stakes in the NL? I think when you break it down, you look at the National League Central, it's all average, no elite, but there's no garbage who can lose 100 games. National League East, Nationals not pretty. But I, I like their roster a lot more. For me, I think the Rockies are the worst team in the National League. And they might have the worst record in baseball next year. They're really yeah. bad. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate because I think I'm going to have to agree with you, unfortunately. Um, I I really don't want to put them in dead last because I think I, I like this Rockies team a lot. Um, obviously, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Nolan Jones. I think Chris Bryant can win them a couple games here and there. But is it enough to outdo the Nationals, like... It's just kind of a like head tilt, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go 14 just to kind of be optimistic, and we'll say the worst team in baseball is the Nationals. But I don't know. Okay, yeah, and I'm kind of in the same boat. I hate trashing this team. I mean, they they deserve it with the roster they have, but I still think it's a, an exciting team to watch, especially watching games in Coors Field. It's a beautiful place, and obviously. All the games there are just super exciting to watch, too. So I am excited to watch the Rockies. 
I don't hate them. They just they don't have a good team, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I agree, unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to another one. As always, you can find the links to the, in the description. You can find us anywhere that you can find your podcast, anywhere you can find social media. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to another one. We will see you in the next episode.